Okay, let's see. Where were we? Okay, so do you remember Dick Clark's $10,000 pyramid or Donny Osmond or Michael Strait? I think it, at one point it got up to like a $100,000 pyramid. Do you remember this game show? I remember a $100,000 pyramid. Um, I mean, I remember. So here's I, I remember $100,000 pyramid. I remember Donny Osmond. I remember Michael Strahan. I don't know that I remember all of them together, but I'm not sure where this is going. So I'm going to say yes and go ahead. <laughs> Do you remember the final section, like the final round where they sit opposite each other and one person names things and the other person with their back to the wall has to identify the category in which all of these things are, right? Yeah, more more or less. Yes, I have a, I have a general okay. recollection of that. Yes. Right. So if I were to say soap, toilet, washcloth, Things found in the bathroom. Very good. Very good. Okay. Okay. So you 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 get the idea. Um I really like it here in Tampa. It's way better than Boston. I like throwing passes to Gronk. Things Tom Brady said. There we go. Excellent. You were so good. I gave you two belts. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Um, got to be got to be careful playing this game with Todd. You know what you know what they call him? Old Mister Two Bells. <laughs> okay. So uh, uh, next round, Anthony Scaramucci as communications director. The boat stuck in the Suez Canal. Things the that milk, la- things that lasted around two weeks. The milk in your fridge. Uh, Britney Spears's first marriage of fifty five hours to Jason Alexander. Um, I, uh, things that lasted fifty five hours. Uh, let's see. Um. I, I can't, I can't, I, I can't, I, I, I figured given everything that was in the news this week, you would, you would get this. The Battle of Gettysburg. Uh, shoot. No, no help. I, things that lasted less than a week. I don't know. These, these are all, these are all, wah, wah. These, these are all things that lasted longer than the, than the Super League. <laughs> good point okay yep all right i see (laughs) welcome to talking to todd a weekly podcast with dwayne johnson and todd prince where failure is always an option. Welcome, Mr. Two Bells. Hi, Todd. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Pretty good. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Should be another great week. So, so Mr. Two Bells isn't the worst thing I've been called. Um, when I when when I lived in Ames and I played a lot of pickup uh, basketball uh in the you know the when i was the young guy in the older guy uh pick up basketball league uh-huh uh i i i had i had some tendencies which then led to uh one of the guys i worked with who i who also played uh <laughs> giving me giving me an uh sort of like a uh, like a name out of a out of a novel uh number one um i when I shot the ball, the bank was always open. Um, sometimes I meant to, sometimes it was because I didn't mean to, but I, 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 I liberally used the bank board to make shots. Took full advantage. You know what? They put it there for a reason, right? Like it, look, what, if it hits off the glass and goes in or just goes through the rim, it still counts the same, same amount of points, right? Also, 
I had this tendency, uh, especially uh, like driving for layups to, because uh, I was a little younger than everybody and I was a little faster at that point um, than the than the 40 and 50 year olds I was playing against. Um, I could cover some ground and I usually tried to cover as much ground as possible. And literally on one breakaway, one of the, one of the guys yells, watch out for his long steps. Cause I would try to take off as far away as possible and cover some distance, <laughs> which, which was like, I started laughing while in the, like I'm, I'm in the air, like what the, what is that? And so I get back to the office and uh, Doug, who was playing there, he's like, he's like, oh, you got to watch out for old uh, bank shot long steps there. That guy, watch out for him. <laughs> <laughs> bank shot long steps. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It sounds like a sounds like a character on Matlock. <laughs> hey, Matlock, can you represent me? I'm bank shot long steps, and I've been framed. <laughs> well, I will as soon as I can wrap up this case with Mister Two Bells. <laughs> Sorry, where were we? <laughs> you know, you never see bank shot and two bells in the same place. You never do. You know, it makes right? you wonder. It, yep, it makes you wonder. Yep. 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 Um, <laughs> well, that didn't take long to go off script. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay. So anyway, this this list of things that lasted longer than the Super League. Yeah. Um, yeah. I started. I started googling things that lasted longer than and and that was that was the list that i came up with um the suez canal boat yeah you know was <laughs> four was like, or five was like days a, yeah yeah which seemed like a really big deal at the time right i mean it um, seemed like they were getting hourly updates still stuck still stuck and yet yeah okay yeah yep. scaramucci lasted 10 days yes yeah you know well, that's which a- is now one scaramucci yeah right, right i mean Technically, this is where my lawyers would be talking to the $10,000 pyramid lawyers. When I said uh, things that lasted less than 14 days, that that was accurate. Uh, it was. It was just not the title of the category we were looking for. Right, right. It's back to that episode of Cheers when uh, Cliff comes up with people I've never met. And they're like, fine, whatever, dude. <laughs> Here you go. Just sure. <laughs> and Margaret. <laughs> Oh, um, so uh, let's see. And I think to our credit, that was not a visual gag. So you could play along at home. Look at that. Wow. Yes. Because apparently we've been doing some visual. We've been doing a few too many visual gags on the audio podcast. So, um, yeah, that was that was 100 uh, percent uh, theater of the mind. The feedback from toddler number one, you know, if you were looking to cut time last week, you could have cut the bit with a visual jokes <laughs> because I, I told her, I told her about the, the story that you told me about the campsite where all the roofs and the doors were scattered all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. And so I told her that story, um, you know, the, 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 the side trail that we went down on during your camping adventures and and she said, well, why'd you cut that? I said, well, I, I, I needed the time. Well, you could have cut the visual crap. <laughs> okay. Point taken. Notes from the network. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Did you hear anything back? Um, yeah, Lisa, Lisa did, uh, Lisa did play along because you posted the visual jokes on, on, uh, on, on the Facebook, right? So I um, did on the Facebook. Yes, yes. Um, and so, uh, well, that's what the kids call it. Um, so and 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 the antitrust regulators. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, so she she did she did take a look at at uh, at some of those. Actually, I think because she she saw that well before the podcast came out. What, what, what are you guys doing now? <laughs> at least we're posting it. Uh, okay. We're trying to drive some interest. Yeah. Yeah. It, by, by it, figuring out, do you know how to spell Febreze? <laughs> no, no, we don't. 
Uh, let's see. Um, Sarah Judson Brown, toddler negative 18. Yep. The cold open could have just been Amy screaming Dwayne. Just bring her in. Let her scream Dwayne at the top of the of her, her lungs. Scream Dwayne at the top of her lungs and then go straight to the theme. That's it. That was <laughs> that was her suggestion for the cold open, which we may still do at some point. You know, I get that regularly. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, given given the whole uh large crash, check on the dog, everything's fine, move along. My guess is th- we're gonna have an opportunity for this later. It's entirely possible this could even happen real time during the podcast. <laughs> What was was it two weeks ago? We're recording. The door swings open. How long has the dog been outside? <laughs> About five minutes, but okay. Admittedly, though, I think that was in the middle of the F one broadcast. So, so I mean that that was like that was like hour seven. So true. You know that's, that's fair. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Uh, she uh, Sarah enjoyed. The little baseball discussion about $7,500 for COVID and not for plunking. And as always, the answer to all of your questions is money. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Now. Oh, go ahead. Good. Because nobody cancels baseball games because players get hit by baseballs. But they cancel baseball games if there's COVID. So at the end of the day, it, it, it's yeah. Yeah. Good point. Uh, yeah. Um, ironically as just a little bit of follow-up after all of that mess happened, um, a Cubs pitcher threw a ball behind one of the brewers, um, to basically, let them know, stop hitting our players. That player was suspended for three games by Major League Baseball. So, once again, uh, the three separate brewers who hit the Cub are fine. No penalty, no nothing. The Cubs player, who's tired of being hit, who then confronted the pitcher, is fined $7,500 for a safety violation. And then the Cubs pitcher, who doesn't hit a batter, is suspended three games. Did did Rossi throwing. also get suspended? Yes, he got suspended for a game, um, and he can't. Uh, the manager can't appeal it, so he was suspended immediately for the next game. So the manager, so so the pitcher doesn't hit a guy and gets suspended for three games, and the manager gets suspended for one. So if I'm, if I'm understanding all of this, if I'm looking from the outside, like I don't understand baseball rules and I just look at all of this, the only way to not get suspended or fined in all of this is to hit players. If you're a pitcher is hit players with baseballs, just throw right at them and nail them because they're the ones that aren't suspended. Everybody else confront them tell them to knock it off even to be a pitcher and don't hit somebody you're all like you're fined and suspended the only way of staying in the game and keeping your money is just start hitting players so good to know what baseball's rules are well again you know we've we've said this we've said this for years right if a pitcher hits a guy in the head he needs to go for one of two reasons right right Either. Either he's totally wild, out of control, can't control his pitches, and therefore needs to leave the game, or threw directly at the guy's head intentionally and needs to leave the game. Yeah. Either either way, if if you're if you're if you're off if you're off by a ninety five mile an hour fastball by that much, either you intended it or you're not good enough to control it. Either way, please leave. Thank you. Either there's, way, there's the door. I, I, it. It's one of those two things. Yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah. I, yep. Oh. I've always, I, I've always assumed that, and, and I know this breaks unwritten rules of baseball. And this is, this is where Feldman should really write those down, by the way. Some of them, 
just some of them. <laughs> um, let's see. This is where Felderman's like yelling at his radio. What are you talking about? Um, I have always thought that if the pitcher is allowed to throw the ball and just nail people and like, I don't know where it's going and gets to stay in the game. The only reasonable way of dealing with that is the next batter just needs to take a good swing and let the bat go and go. I don't know where it goes. I don't know what I and everybody. And when you say that people are like, Oh my God, the getting hit with a bat's dangerous. And it's like the bat can't go 95 miles an hour. Like, like the bat's going to go a lot slower. And I'm not saying hit the guy i'm just saying pitchers throw at batters to keep them off balance so they can't get too comfortable at the plate that's literally you can't get too comfortable because you could get seriously injured by me so don't get too comfortable and my thought is back at you bud (laughs) just i wouldn't be too comfortable on that whole mound so here's the thing right we both can be professionals about this or we can both play by this. Like you pick the rules we're going to play by. I don't care which one, but all I'm saying is if one of us is getting hit by an object, both of us are getting hit by an object or none of us. You're in complete control of that equation. Play ball. Oh, I think we're going to cover some sports this week. Are we still in follow-up? Okay. We are. We are still in follow-up. The, I, I really don't have any other follow-up. We did cross 2000 downloads this week. Woohoo. Well, there we go. Look at that. Just just building it, just building those numbers. There you are. Yep. Do you have any do you have anything you needed to clean up? Yeah, I did. Um last week. Yeah. Yeah. Last week I clearly stated <clears throat> that when I hiked to Delicate Arch, that that's the first time that I'd been to Delicate Arch and that I'd never hiked up there before, nor had I been to the upper or lower uh, viewing areas. So that's about a mile away. Um, Lindsay, Lindsay was down last weekend and on her drive back up to her home, she was listening to talking to Todd. And I know this because about an hour and a half after she left, I get a text message that just says, you took us to the delicate arch overlook. Don't you remember? Now, the proper answer is, I'm old. There's a lot of stuff I don't remember anymore, but I kind of remembered it a little bit. So later that night, I went and um, I I did, uh, I, I, I looked through my photos and I found the photo of uh, of Lindsay at the, uh, with Delicate Arch behind. And, um, and I sent that to her and she's like, see, I remember. So anyway, uh, Lindsay, uh, Lindsay corrected me that when I said that I'd never been someplace that actually, um, no, I had, and we had a good time. So anyway, um, so, so with that story, we got both a correction and some Lindsay content. Yes, I know. That's what I was thinking is perfect. We get to talk about Lindsay and, uh, and we also get to correct Todd, which is, um, at least in this household, some of the favorite pastimes we have. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see, you probably didn't because you're not on the Facebooks. Did you see that there is new award-winning merch? Um, I did not. No. Okay. So I see a logo. Got it. What is that on? I got an email this week from Zazzle that all of their golf merchandise was on sale. Yes, I saw that. Yep. You got, oh, you got the same email. Did you get it three or four times? Yeah. Um, And we know that they have putter covers, right? Because we have, you know, about, we have the putter cover where you can get the shaft. Definitely (laughs) getting the shaft. Um, But I'm like, well, what else could they possibly have or, that you could possibly need. Um, you can also make driver covers if you wanted to, or golf towels, or as I did this week and now offer for sale, the talking to Todd golf ball markers. The picture is our regular logo, except it's been cartoonized. Yep, I don't know if okay. you can, but yes. And, uh, then what, what else does it say, Todd? Uh, birthplace of the angry five iron 
I tried to figure out something that was talking to Todd related um, that that would make sense. At least, you know, it's an inside joke for us, but um, don't don't just use a regular five iron. Use an angry five. The irony of that, I'm looking at this, is you use the ball marker when the ball is on the green. And at least in history tells us when the angry five has been deployed, the one thing you don't need to worry about is deploying a ball marker. <laughs> you may need to take out a dent of a porta potty <laughs> 30 yards behind. <laughs> And you may, you may need, you, you may, the only reason you would need a ball marker when the angry five is used is to mark your spot on the green behind the green that you were shooting for <laughs> say, pardon me. So anyway, a little dip into the money zone there. You can order uh, any of the talking to Todd merch with a 15% off code, which is celebrations celebration z well always with a z because you know it's zazzle so little little dip into the money zone there what else we got going on oh there was apparently some apple news this week oh yeah apple had uh apple had a spring-loaded event so um they had they introduced all sorts of new stuff yep it was spring-loaded that was the name of the event spring-loaded they have people that come up with this kind of stuff marketing i don't know you know what uh they could have run it past us, and we could have then uh, outsourced it to Greg and seen what we came up with. Um, but they didn't, and so spring loaded was what they came up with. I, let's see. Um, how far yeah. into tech corner are we going to go here? Well, let's see. Um, I mean, we could go like just really quick. Um, they announced that they are uh, they have revolutionized credit cards by letting your spouse and you have the same card. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I, okay. Um, they finally, after like two years of, of hints, they've announced air tags. So you can now get little medallions that you can put on stuff that if you lose it, um, you can probably find it again. Um, isn't that pretty much what I can do with the tile app on my phone? <clears throat> yeah. So the difference is, okay. Yes. Thank so, you. Okay. Yes. In yes. 50 words or less, the difference is... Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> okay. You're, so, welcome, you're welcome, toddlers. So for the Tile app to work, other people have to have the Tile app installed on their phones. So okay. the way this works is if you lose something and you say, you tell Tile, I've lost it. If it's not in your immediate area, you're hoping that other people with the Tile app installed on their phones will be near it and will find it, and then it will let you know. Perfectly, and that's the way they've worked for a few years. Apple service uses all Apple iOS devices. You don't have to install anything. Every person that has an iPhone, if they go anywhere near your lost thing, they can tell you where your thing is. So the odds that you are going to find your stuff are slightly better because there's about a billion people that have iPhones and less than a billion that have the Tile app installed and running on their phones. There's the difference. It used to, the Find My Network, you basically said you could find Apple devices. Just my stuff. Yeah. Now you can buy Apple, these air tags that you can put on your keys, um, your bag, uh, your golf clubs, car. your car. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I wonder where my car went. Um, well, if you park it, you remember shopping? You remember barely. malls? You know, um, so you know I, when I you park your car ones. and walk yeah. away from it. Yeah. 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 Now, the the cool thing, though, is um, if you have a fairly new iPhone, um, they have now they're enabling some of the stuff that will let you um, you can actually your phone will point like if it's in your house and you don't know where it is it, up to this point, it has said it's in your house. Good luck finding it. 
Um, and you're like, well, well, thank you. That's I figured. I knew it was in the house. Yeah. Right. They're like, well, fine. The rest's on you. Um, they are enabling a feature that will let you literally, it will, uh, it will, uh, you, you turn on your iPhone and it will point an arrow and tell you where, in which direction it is and how close it believes it is. And it will lead you right to the device. If you have a iPhone 11 or 12, I believe. Yeah. You could make a million dollar idea here, or at least a $10,000 idea. Um, You could make a hot, cold game that you could play with kids. So you could hide the tile and then it would go from green to red. Or is it, is it warmer or colder? And you could, the kids could spend hours hiding and finding devices. Yeah. I'm just thinking Apple's probably developed enough of the technology. You're like, okay guys, let's, we're going to play this game. And then they're going to be like, boom, found it. You're like, no, 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 no. It needs to take longer. No, okay, no, let's try this again. Boom. He's six feet to the left. Oh, okay. No, this, this game kind of sucks now. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, um, those are, those are going on sale. Um, they also introduced because they're Apple, um, you can buy the air tags and then you can buy the keychains or the leather tags, or you can, you can accessorize your accessory. <laughs> Right. So the air tag is an accessory to your phone and then you can buy accessories for the accessory. Or if you're very if you're interested, um, you can you can uh, you can buy an Hermes uh, uh, luggage tag that the air tag fits in because because Apple has a relationship with with Hermes. Then they do watch bands and stuff. So the air tag, I believe, is twenty nine dollars or you can buy a pack of four for ninety nine dollars the Hermes luggage tag to hold your $29 air tag is $449 or the this Hermes. Is... Yeah. The Hermes keychain I think is, is a deal at three forty nine. This is, this is Hermes for those of us in flyover country. Yeah. Yeah. Those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we're talking about the same store. <laughs> not going to either one of them. That's good. I'm pretty sure if you walk in and go, is this Hermes? Um, <laughs> you don't have to worry about how much the stuff costs because you're not going to be in there long. <laughs> um, okay, so they introduced those. Those were pretty quick. They introduced a new iPhone 12 color. It's now available in purple. Yep, I have buyer's remorse. Y- you like the purple? I, I Well, I at least could have had the option had I waited two weeks. True, true. Which color did you get on your new phone? black okay so i'm just gonna say this right anybody who got a they had other colors and you're like nah i'll just do black not and in then, not in not in stock where i could walk away with it oh yeah i could it have is? gotten green and i didn't really want green no okay yeah and i could have gotten rose gold and i really didn't want pink <laughs> Um, so I got black yeah, because my work phone is white and I didn't want to confuse the two because it's an eight and I got a mini and they're the same size. (laughs) I'm, I'm literally watching this event live and I'm like, Oh, they've got a new spring color or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, fine. Cause they do this sometimes they've done, they've done product red or whatever. And I'm like, you know, what do they, you know, what could they possibly? And then, and then the, and then the purple just starts rolling out. And I think, well, guess Lisa's getting an upgraded phone. <laughs> <laughs> and so I then text her because she's sitting right behind this door in her office. And I'm like, Apple just announced a purple phone. And the text I get back is, guess I'm getting an upgraded phone. So <laughs> at least we're on the same page. That's the key. They they also introduced uh, a new uh, new IMAX, so the twenty four yes. inch the uh, new size twenty four inch IMAX that also come in colors. So those come in seven colors. Interestingly enough, it starts at twelve ninety nine, but that only gets you four of the colors. You then have to pay an extra two hundred dollars to bump up and get some other features, including the really good colors. So, um, yep, yeah. Oh, Apple. And then, um, God love them. 
And then they also introduced the new uh, iPad Pros, the 11 and the 12.9 inch. Um, and the, and an Apple TV. Oh, that's right. I missed that. Yes, they introduced a new Apple TV. Who cares? Those things are whatever. More importantly, it comes with a new Apple TV remote because the one that it comes has come with for the past five or six years is complete and utter garbage. No, it's not that one. It is. It's uh, even more. It's not. This was oh, garbage. Oh, no, 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 no. That silver one. Oh, my God. That's state of the art compared to the junk that they have now. Um, Mine looks like an old iPod, really, is what it looks like. It's got the little dial like the old iPod. You don't have your earphones in, so you can't hear me. Mine looks like an old iPod. You know, it's got the old dial kind of like. Yeah, the old and, the new, and the new one is going to a dial with with a scroll wheel with a it 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 it'll fake with a scroll wheel, which is literally like oh they brought the i the iPod back. Um, the current well, this is the this is how they fixed it. This is this is the current Siri um, Apple TV remote, okay. and um, notice it has no it. it like yours has like left, right, up and down buttons, like most remotes do. Um, yeah. This, how do you doesn't. how do you type letters? Ah, well, <clears throat> the upper portion of this is a touchpad. So oh, how would you know that? You wouldn't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> including um, including one of my family members who bought one of these and then and then had to call me and say I think my my app my brand new Apple TV is broken because it won't do anything and I said that's a touchpad and she goes how would I know that and I said you wouldn't um, so it's it's a touchpad it's also a button um, no it is symmetrical so if you grab the remote and don't look at it you literally have no idea what side you have it up or down on, Lord. which is a little problematic. If your remote's a touchpad and it's laying on your table and you go to grab anything off of that table and brush your hand over the top of it, it scrubs in the direction that you just moved and you've now lost your place, which is handy. Um, which is also, handy. <laughs> It's like it's like a TV randomizer for you. I don't know where I'm watching, right? The good news, if you have existing Apple TVs um, with the uh, crappy remote, um, you can buy just the remote. Uh, the remote is uh, $59, um, which is $20 more than you can buy an entire Roku with a decent remote for. Anyway, um, I have three on order. Nope, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, they're not for orders. They, they, you can't order them yet. Um, we're gonna we're gonna gonna buy one because I got too much money invested in Apple TV products to give up on this at this point. So there's this week in Apple bashing. Oh, and the other thing they announced, it's big news. Um, they are going to let uh, they're going to let podcasts um, have have subscriptions through the Apple podcast client. Oh, sorry. When I say subscriptions, a couple of weeks ago, they made a change. You stopped subscribing to podcasts in Apple podcasts. The button changed from subscribe to follow. So you follow Uh. a podcast and everybody said, well, that's kind of weird. Wonder why they did that. What they announced is the subscribe um, it kind of works like the app store now. So if we wanted to, um, it defaults to a monthly subscription, um, or it can be annual and the podcast, the podcaster can set the price. And then Apple takes a mirror. I mean, they, they basically just to cover their cost, 30%, um, for the first year, uh, 15% thereafter. Uh, just, I mean, it's just, it's just to cover the cost. Um, they they take their thirty percent, and then the podcaster can, and so you can you can offer um you you can offer you can put podcasts behind paywalls now um fairly easily if as long as you use the Apple Podcast app, um so you couldn't use any other one then at that point you couldn't use Overcast or Castro. You would or have to like be that. Apple Podcast exclusive, or well yeah kind of well just the ones that you're making money on, um. <laughs> Oh. So, well, that lets us out. <laughs> yeah. Again, I didn't lead with it, 
Because at this point, um, frankly, the $7,000 monitor is more likely to be in our future than charging for this. So, Because one of them we can write off. Speak, sp- speaking of... Um, my Zencaster subscription renewed. Okay. This week. Okay. Which is monthly. I can stop at any point. Okay. That we want to stop using Zencaster. Podbean, however. Yeah. Yeah. Also auto renewed. That's uh that's an annual fee, isn't it? It is. Huh. I'm surprised that they didn't kick us out at this point. As I mean, whatever the opposite of an endorsement is, we have been giving them a lot of that for quite a while. <laughs> 65 times now. <laughs> But the good news is, I mean, you know what? Like, here's, you know, here's what they're like. Can you believe what those guys are saying? Check cleared. So, yeah. (laughs) So you're saying we're committed for another year of this with Podbean. Well, I wasn't exactly sure, but then the invoice came back through as paid and I went, oh, okay. I guess we're doing this for another year. Because otherwise Podbean wins. That's right. If if we don't make full use of the Podbean subscription that we just paid for, then then they win. And the one thing we can't let happen is let Podbean win. Well, we're a good 40 minutes into this episode at this point. I'm sure anybody listening on Podbean won't hear this part anyway. Um so by the way, speaking of uh speaking of your Zencaster, um yes. I was going to share so I don't think you see this, but in since Zencaster upgraded, um, it has been throwing me a lot of shade every week. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we we jump on, we we start the Zencaster thing, right? We do like a little. Sometimes we do a pre-show. Sometimes we're like, I don't know, let's see what happens, and we hit record and. Somewhere between an hour and four to five hours later, we stop recording, right? And then it says, and then it says, I'm uploading all of your files. In the last couple of weeks, including the F1 one, where we recorded for like two and a half hours, and then we talked for another 45 minutes after or whatever, right? Like, this is what I see after we finish recording every single time. Your files have finished uploading. Thank that's you for hel- being that's helpful. A- yeah, right. Yes. I mean, okay. Hey, congratulations. Your files have uploaded. That's great. Thank you Thank for you. being a great guest. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the button it wants me to hit. Start podcasting. Yeah. So last week we wrapped up episode 59 of Talking to Todd. And Zencaster says, Do you want to start podcasting? <laughs> Hey, anytime y'all, anytime y'all want to start podcasting, that'd be fine with us. Hey, look, I know this isn't the best show, but come on. I don't need the recording software taking shots like that at me. I uploaded all of your files, but do you want to start doing this for real or not, dude? I don't know what you guys have been doing for the last year, but it certainly ain't podcasting. If you want to start, let us know. That'd be great. Here's the button to hit. Oh, very nice. All right. So what are you watching this week? Uh, nothing that I'll admit to. Fair okay. enough. That, did did maybe, you see what I put in? Not... The, did you see what I put in the notes? <laughs> nothing I want to admit to, but will. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So if, if you will, I will. Okay. Um, are you, how often are you on Netflix? Um, not much. There's a new 30-minute sitcom starring Catherine McPhee called Country Comfort. Okay. <laughs> okay, so think The Nanny meets Reba. Okay, all right. Meets, I don't know, something where they smash, I guess, where they break into song because... 
she's a down and out country singer who ends up at the wrong house and becomes these kids nanny. There's literally nothing on. It was either this or train videos. Hey, hey, (laughs) you know what? I can recommend a couple of playlists for you. You know what? And I'll tell you what, listen, I I'm fine. I'm fine. Taking some guff about the train videos, but listening to that, I think you, I think you might need to watch a couple of train videos before taking shots at me. I need a a palate cleanser is what I need. Oh, Oh. it's not very good. Blissfully. There's only one season, so I'm going to be done soon. Um, Oh, also we're, we are very, very slowly watching Schitt's Creek, but Last night, we watched the episode where David learns how to write things off. <laughs> still good. Still good. <laughs> it's still funny. Uh, and now Amy gets it. So The sad thing's going to be, she's, she watches it, laughs hysterically at that, and then looks at you and goes, when he says it, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, she is laughing more. I mean, we're probably two thirds of the way season through season two, and she's definitely laughing more at the humor and the characters than she did. I mean, it, it, they're endearing. You come to love these characters. If you haven't watched Shit's Creek, where the hell have you been? So, oh, so, um, so what are you watching that you will admit to that you're embarrassed about? It can't right. be worse than Country Comfort. Well, it's going to be worse in a different way. Um, so Lindsay was down this weekend. Lindsay's favorite movie series of all time, far and away, no doubt, is The Mighty Ducks. Quack. Ducks fly together. It, it, you just, you got you to gotta understand, ducks fly together. So Disney Plus has released a new series. Yes. So Disney Plus has released a new series called The Mighty Ducks Game Changers. And while Lindsay was down here, she informed us that she was not going to be watching any train videos this time. Um, <laughs> this this time. Okay. Well, last time she was down, she watched a couple of train videos and she informed us that that wasn't going to happen this time under any circumstances. So we said, hey, have you watched the new Mighty Ducks? And she said, no. And we said, well, we'll put it on. We'll watch one episode because, you know, we're trying to we'll watch one episode because four had um, four had dropped. And um, you got your uh, you got your Lauren Graham and uh, Emilio Estevez are are in. Okay. Gossip Girl. Okay, Yeah. So we start watching this and I've watched the Mighty Ducks. I I'm assuming I've watched D2 and maybe D3 15 years ago. I don't know. Okay. I don't remember it that much. Lindsay is an aficionado. So as they were introducing the players, the you know, the new characters who are the players, she's calling out, "Oh, that's the new Goldberg. Oh, that's the new who like she was insane. Oh, this character maps to that character which maps to that character, right? Because it's it's clear that you know, they've got like they went back, found the original script, brushed it off. Let's just, uh, you know, we'll do a find and replace, change some names, bada bing, bada boom. Here's a show. Because there are no new ideas anymore. Right. So we watched the first one. But, yeah. So? And then we go, yeah, you know what? Do you want, do you want to watch the second one? So we watched the second one. And Lindsay's enjoying it. And Lisa's enjoying it. And, 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 and I'm enjoying it. <laughs> that was, that was kind of soft. What was, what was that? What? Sorry. What? Nope. Sorry. What? Nope. Is the microphone back on? What was that? And I'm, I'm enjoying it. So we watched the third episode <laughs> and at this point we might as well watch the fourth. And so we watched all four episodes in a row. We binged all four of them. Are these 26 minute episodes or 59 minute episodes. Um, you know, they're streaming episodes, so they're as long as they need to be. Um, oh. I, 
I'm guessing the Mandalorian effort. Okay, I get it. Yeah, so I'm. You know what? When you're enjoying something, you don't know how long it's going to last. Like, oh my goodness. Um, it is. It is entirely predictable. You know exactly what's going to happen, and yet there is something comforting about watching. It's you know what? They're nice characters. The kids are funny. They're playing a role that you know that they are playing. But what I will say is they're doing it well, right? Like, like it's not like, you know, oh, this is the next joke. But when he tells you the joke that you know is coming, you laugh anyway and go, oh, that's good. Um, Which, so... I actually think this is worse than yours because your comment was, I'm watching it. I'm not liking it, but I'm at least watching it. And I'm saying I'm watching the mighty ducks game changers on Disney plus, and we're enjoying it and we're going to keep watching it. I like Catherine McPhee. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the summary. <laughs> Boy, I, th- I thought that review was going to be longer. <laughs> I'm going to have to figure out how much of that silence I'm going to leave in there. I, mean, I, I will say, similarly, the characters aren't exactly a surprise. The little girl is cute. I mean, like you, like you said, you can see the jokes coming. I did laugh. I, maybe I'm enjoying it more than it's more of a guilty pleasure kind of show for me because I'm not going to say that I'm not enjoying it because I'm six episodes in, maybe seven, and I'm watching it in the living room. Amy comes upstairs from her meeting and says, oh, you're watching that? I, w- I was thinking about watching that, but I hadn't decided how far in are you? You're You're how far in? <laughs> Do you want me to stop? So that you can catch up. No, that's all right. Oh, yeah, I don't know. So we'll we'll see where that goes. But maybe I should pick up um, the Mighty Ducks flap on home or what, what's it called? Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Oh, thank you. Okay. I will say there is a, there is a piece to the Mighty Ducks Game Changers that is not not giving much away, but. It starts, I think one of the, one of the whole things is it presents hyper competitive kids sports and the environment of hyper competitive kids sports and the parents of hyper competitive kids sports in a light to make it be that itself is sort of, is one of the bad guys of this entire thing, right? Mm. Is Mm -hmm. You know, these are 12 to 14 year olds and, you know, one of the jokes, right, is I'm 12 years old, man. You know, if, if I don't, if, if I, if I can't, if I'm not the starter now, why, why do I even have to, why I shouldn't even bother playing hockey at this point. My career is over. Right. And, um, having gotten as the kids were growing up, having done youth sports and gotten on the edge, just the edge of that, you watch some of this and you go, <laughs> oh, that's not that far off. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. Right? Like, um, yeah. So anyway, there you go. Oh, and train videos. Still watching train videos. They they were uh, in the in the latest set of installments. uh they did this in the summer of 2017 and they were riding um, non air conditioned trains uh, in the middle of June and it was 96, 97 degrees. Some of the hottest Ooh. weather. Yeah. And uh, um, they weren't having as much fun as, as uh, well. Yeah. There were, there was a lot of um, anyway, English trains could use air conditioning, I think is what we've learned. So anyway, it was quite the slog. <laughs> did, did did you learn anything this week besides the fact that English trains need to be uh, air conditioned? Okay, so I learned I learned two things. 
The first one has to do with what I was watching. Okay. So Emilio Estevez is reprising his role as Gordon Bombay, the iconic Gordon Bombay in The Mighty Ducks in this up in this series. And I keep looking at him and I keep listening to him. And what I kept thinking was, why is President Bartlett running a run-down ice hockey rink? You just stand there in your wrongness and be wrong. <laughs> like, what? It happened over and over again that it literally just sounded like like the president was ready to give. And I thought, this is weird. So I went in and I, and I, and I went to the Google and here's what I learned. Wait, did you not know this? No, 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 no. This is what I no. I, oh, what that Emilio Estevez is Martin Sheen's kid. Is Martin Sheen's kid. Surely you knew this, right? Okay. I knew, yes, I knew okay, that, you knew that. And I knew that you okay. could pin conversations to the top of messages in the iPhone. Okay. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Give me a little more credit than that. (laughs) Here's here's what I learned, though. I'm like, my goodness, this is kind of eerie. So I went and looked. Emilio Estevez is shooting the show right now, is 58 years old. Okay. Yeah, right? He's 58. Yes. Do you want to, do you know how old Martin Sheen was? When, uh, when the West Wing premiered, well, it was twenty years ago, more than twenty years ago. Now I want to say less than fifty-eight. He was fifty-nine. Was he? Okay. Yes. So I'm now going. Yeah. Well, now, now I understand why I have this problem, yep. right? So yep, Emilio, yep. sure. um, yep. and, okay. and practice is over. What's next? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> exactly. So. Anyway, um, if they want to do a reboot, Emilio can just stand in, and um, and uh, there you go. Um, okay, so the other thing I learned was right before that on Saturday, I Saturday late late afternoon, I ran to Home Depot because I needed to get some twelve by twelve inch concrete pavers to level out an area in the backyard so I can put some stuff on top of it that would all be level. And I need 32 of them. So I'm thinking this is this is gonna weigh a little bit. Good news, I got a truck. Okay, fine. Yeah, so I, yeah, so boy, I good thing you've got a truck. Right, I know, right? Um, so I go to Home Depot and I think, wait, they're in the garden section, which is all the way on one end, right? And and the 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 checkout lanes are on the other end. But I see that the garden, the 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 doors to the garden center are open, and I think you know what I'm going to do? Cause I don't want to have to push this cart because every, every big cart at home Depot, I don't know what they do with the wheels. They're different sizes or whatever. Like you can't push it straight, right? Like this thing's going to be loaded with over 500 pounds of concrete tiles. I need to push this as, as short of a distance as possible. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to park all the way down by the garden center. Now I can't park super close, because they've turned all of the parking spaces anywhere near it into their outdoor storage area and their curbside pickup and selling trailers and selling sheds. So I'm at the end of the parking lot, but I'm, I'm a ways from the door, but I think close enough, this is as close as I can get. And then I look at my watch and I'm like, it's five 45. I wonder what time they close the doors to the garden center. Well, it's five 45. I have at least 15 minutes before those doors close. So all I need to do Grab the cart, get in, grab 32 pavers, get out. I'll be good. I walk up, walk over, grab the cart. And at 551, as I'm headed towards the doors, the people at the register look out, see that I'm headed that way, close the doors, (laughs) padlock them shut. And now I realize, oh, so now I have to go to the entrance push the cart through the store into the oh, garden center lord pick up 560 pounds of cement blocks pavers push it all the way through the store to get to the contractor checkout so that i can go through the big door right 
which is now as far away from my truck as you can possibly be in the parking lot, and then work my way through the parking lot all the way uh, to the truck without losing much control of a car <laughs> at a quarter ton. <laughs> oh, so what did I learn? I didn't learn... I don't know exactly when those doors are supposed to shut, but what I will tell you is I know when they will shut, which is around 5.50 and or when you get close. Oh. Oh, that was so that much fun. Sucks. That was that was <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. Sponsor of this week's show, not Home Depot. Not Home Depot for all of your for all of your needs. Not Home Depot. How about you? What'd you learn? So, like I said, we're taking the show on the road next week a little bit. Yeah. So, I have we do we do this recording here on my iMac is what I use, and so I was trying to figure out exactly what I was going to do on the road. Um, and I have a Chromebook that is an Asus that will turn itself into a lap into a tablet, you know, the screen folds back on top of itself that I inherited from Lucas. When he went off to college, he used it to go back and he used it for school for high school because everybody had Chromebooks there. And um, so he used it in the classroom and everything. So I inherited it when he went off to school and Amy has an HP Chromebook also that at some point we bought because it was like I don't know, $99 or something anyway. Um, so I was trying to figure out which one of these two Chromebooks I was going to try to use on the road to record next week. And when I picked up and, and I'm on the Asus on the, on the laptop one, on the one I got from Lucas, I'm on that one a couple times a week because it's more convenient to, I don't know. Anyway, and I picked up Amy's and after I brushed the dust off of the top of it to begin with, <laughs> opened it up and went, eh, wonder when the last time the Chromebook software was updated on this thing. Because I don't know if you've been on Chromebooks very often, but they are notorious for updating their software, their operating system software, like, I don't know, every six hours. <laughs> That maybe that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but I'm on it a couple of times a week, and every time I'm on it, the software gets updated. So I updated Amy's, and while I was on there, it gave me a pop-up that said, "Your software, your your Chromebook, will no longer be able to update its operating system software." after September of 2021. And I went, really? I mean, it's a Chromebook. <laughs> I mean, it's, the operating software, that's a very big term for what's going on on that computer. Right, exactly. Yeah. Operating and software are, you know, yeah, uh, doing a, lo a, a lot of work there. Um and I went, I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm doing this recording on an iMac that I can't move to Big Sur because it is just, it is six months outside of the window when it was manufactured for equipment that's supported. So I get using older equipment that, you know, but it's still a really good machine. And moves faster than anything else that I have in the house. The Asus won't stop updating its software until September of 23. Still, you know, two and a half years away, but it will also at some point. The thing that I learned this week was that this is even a thing. I, I just, I just thought, you know, it's a Chrome, it's a Google Chromebook. It, it lives on the web. I mean, to do almost anything on it, you have to be connected to Wi-Fi or a hotspot or something, period, because 
all of the storage is in your cloud, is in your Google Drive. If you want anything, the amount of storage actually on the machine is almost nothing. And I mean, now I can't update it? Its operating system is basically Chrome. Yes. The browser. Just yes. enough to boot and give you Chrome. And we yes. know that Google is going to continue updating Chrome. Yes. Um, because it has to continue to figure out ways of eating up more of your memory and more of your battery. Um, yes. So like on, like it, on every platform, not yes. just their platform. Right. Right. <laughs> hey, Hey, by the way, we're, we're done updating this. Good luck. Yeah. At least I only paid 99 bucks for it. <laughs> The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on Incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. For the first time in I don't know how long, we will thank Podbean because we subscribed to this year again. But if Podbean's, you want... Podbean's making more money off of this podcast than we are, so... <laughs> They figured something out. But if you want if you want a podcast player that works, we recommend Overcast or Apple Podcast or Spotify or any of a half dozen other places and go to those podcasts and search talking in the number two. No G, no space for talking to Todd. You can check out as we plugged in the money zone, our award-winning merch on Zazzle. That code is celebrations with a Z, always with a Z. And you can order talking to Todd ball markers. And I think I quote, like you need anything else from Zazzle right now. Okay. It's fair. Uh, you can tweet at us at talking to Todd. You can leave us a voicemail at 515 also CPA. That's 515-257-6272. Thanks to our listeners, especially the new ones. Tell your friends. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. We hope you enjoyed this week. Send us your feedback. Feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? I think I've solved your uh, on-the-road problem. Look at your messages. Is this a visual joke? Oh, hey! It's a yep. carrying case for my iMac. My 27-inch iMac. And then, once you get it, you can just set it up at your local Starbucks. Using a coat hanger. Well, the, yeah, that one did because it's on a vase amount. But yes, there. tell you what, if you Google iMac and Starbucks, there are tons of images of people who have brought a full-size iMac in to Starbucks to set up shop. But combining combining some of the great themes of this, if that isn't enough for you, you can always do this. She took her iMac on the train? <laughs> that's, that's a full-size iMac. On the train. And the sad thing is, is that if you Google iMac on a train, she's not the only one. <laughs> and that's a 2013 model. That's a thick sucker. That's, that's a big one. that thing around. Yeah, yes, that's not easy. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what? You don't need... A MacBook, you've got you've got one of Apple's finest portable computers ever made, a 27-inch iMac. Go nuts. You know what? I dare you to bring it on the plane and set it up on the tray table. <laughs> please, please stow your mobile devices. Ma'am, ma'am, mine won't fit under my seat. Can I hold it in my lap? Nope. Can I put it in the upper head bin? No, it won't fit in an overhead bin. Now what am I going to do? Do you have any room in the cockpit that I could just stow this for a while? <laughs> yeah, those guys aren't doing anything anyway. <laughs> I will post these. These need to be seen. Oh, my God. Until next week, we've been talking to Todd. <laughs> Thank you.
The cool thing is, instead of buying one of the cool carrying cases, they just brought the box. (laughs) Tell you what, if you show up carrying a 27-inch desktop iMac to to Starbucks, they know that you're probably not there for 10 minutes just to drink your latte. (laughs) Well, and especially when you see the little MacBook sitting next to it for relative size. <laughs> oh my lord. Oh, people. I've had my mail forwarded here. <laughs> <laughs>